Elizabeth Mamale from Bristol Doctoral College and you're listening to PGR Cast, Research in Times of Adversity. Over the next few months, we will be talking to postgraduate researchers about how their research and life has been interrupted by the pandemic, what has changed and how they have adapted, and what the future may hold. In this episode, I'm talking to Claudia, an engineering doctoral candidate in composites manufacture. It is a cloudy but hot afternoon. I'm sitting in my kitchen in Bristol and we are talking on Zoom. Hello, Claudia. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm excited to be talking to you today and hear about your experiences. I I don't know about you, but I actually seem to spend quite a lot of my time reflecting on what has happened uh, this past few months with friends and colleagues and just reflecting over new ways of working and living. I've certainly looked through my through my Google photos on my phone uh, because it seems like March was last month, but it's actually six months ago already. <laughs> Time has definitely gone by very quickly during this odd period. So Claudia, what is your research about? Um, so my research is on new manufacturing concepts for a composite uh, aircraft wing. I'm actually sponsored by Airbus uh, and I'm working in the uh, Wing of Tomorrow research program. So I'm based uh, at Filton here in Bristol full time. Um, well, now we're based over at National Composite Centre, so not too far out. Um, so I suppose the, the industrial setting has meant I've had to learn a lot faster, um, but it's been a hell of a lot more interesting uh, than if I was doing it just at the university. And forgive my ignorance, but for those of us that lack an engineering background, what are composites? So a composite in non-technical terms is basically a material that combines two or more materials and together they make better properties than they did by themselves, essentially. So in the case of an aircraft wing, uh, it's the combination of uh, carbon fibers and a resin that makes um, them stiff and light and have metal-like properties. Excellent. And so normally, how much of your time do you spend with the industrial partner? And how much time do you spend at the university? So in normal non-corona times, um, I used to spend Monday through to Thursday at Filton, and then Fridays uh, was the day that I spent at the university. Um, now it has, obviously during corona, I was just full-time working from home. And now I'm starting to go back into the office for some um, Airbus trials. So I pretty much go in whenever there's anything going on in the lab. Um, and otherwise I can work from home. And I've actually enjoyed um, having that flexibility of not having to turn up to the office if I can just work from home. Uh, well, one of the main perks of being a postgraduate researcher is the flexibility and the freedom Sometimes I think of it as the greatest benefit and the greatest curse at the same time of postgraduate life. That's definitely true. And I was speaking to my friend Leah yesterday, who was also doing a PhD at the University of Bristol. And uh, she, she said that she's not enjoying uh, being able to separate work from uh, play or fun because it all happens in her flat. So that's also very difficult. And how has the recent disruption affected you and your research? 
So I actually had a major disruption. So I unfortunately lost my industrial supervisor. So my Airbus supervisor, and this was due to an internal restructuring that the company did and which was caused by the pandemic. Um, but my academic supervisor has still remained and I still, uh, yeah, I still have the support from the rest of the team at Airbus. It sounds like you had to navigate the industrial partner independently, which is, of course, a very significant learning curve. What were the main challenges you faced? Well, as you said, um, no longer having my industrial supervisor, I sort of had to uh, do things myself. Um, thankfully, having been in the company for a year and a half, I already knew people and I knew who to contact for different things. But as you said, it's definitely been a learning experience, uh, but I think all for the better. I think maybe in this case, it's things that happened for a reason and I'm looking onwards and upwards rather than just getting bogged down on the negative. I really like your uh, positive spin on this. Are there any skills that you think you developed as a result of having to navigate this difficult situation? Um, I think probably the, the biggest skill is communication in a professional setting. So since that happened, I have uh, been handed a bigger responsibility um, when it comes to maybe liaising with material suppliers. So knowing the right things to say and the way to say them is definitely something that I've had to learn on the job. It's really interesting to hear how, in this case, the disruption gave you an opportunity it wasn't just an obstacle, but a development opportunity, so to speak. So the lockdown was uh, imposed in March, and needless to say, it had very significant implications for all of us and for postgraduate researchers in particular. How did you adapt to the changing circumstances? So since we started working from home, I mostly had to shift my work plans uh, from uh, experimental to analytical work that could be done from home. Um, I got lucky that in February I gathered a lot of data from an Airbus trial that I had. <laughs> so I had a lot of analysis work that I could do um, on that and possibly if the lockdown hadn't happened I would have found it quite hard to complete all of the analysis work um, on that. So yeah, I think mostly changing uh, the course of action um, and I suppose adapting the research to the new circumstances. So soon the new academic year will start and I'll be going around meeting new postgraduate researchers. And one of the things that I like to, to warn them about, if you wish, is the fact that with a research degree, changes in the work plan, in the project plan, are not uncommon. If anything, it's something to be expected because the research itself often changes, changes direction or there's other types of disruption coming your way. And that can be a great skill to learn in terms of adaptability and good project management skills, but it's also quite stressful 
So in your case, changing your plan, is this something you discussed with your supervisor or was it the result of independent thinking and planning? Um, so I have a pretty good academic supervisor in that respect. And he, um, as soon as the lockdown was down, he uh, sent out templates to all of his students uh, as a sort of COVID mitigation document. And that was really useful to sort of set out a set of goals, um, I suppose new goals within the new circumstances at the beginning of lockdown and then be able to review those at the end. Um, but obviously also took quite a lot of, um, uh, I suppose, motivation from myself. But you are completely right about um, research changing all the time. And that is something that I've had to learn throughout my PhD. Um, I've also had to learn that it, it's not a linear path at all. If I were to draw a graph of, of how my, uh, well, I suppose my emotion and feeling and motivation towards my project has gone, it definitely hasn't gone in a nice straight line. And uh, I've definitely heard of other PhDs tell me, uh, oh, it's fine. You're just going through the second year slump. It'll be fine. So I'm hoping that that is the case. And have you been able to go back to the lab to conduct your experiments yet? Uh, yeah, so as I said, I'm now back in the office uh, an average of three days a week. Um, so that's, uh, it's been obviously nice to gain some level of normality. And as I was talking to my friend yesterday, it is true having the flexibility to work from home is, is great as you know, I'm working from home today and I, I didn't have to commute, but also having the, the option of leaving your flat. And I assume that most PhD students will be in quite cramped Bristol flats like myself. Um, so having that option is, is always great. And, I visited the university two or three times recently and it still feels very quiet and almost post-apocalyptic. So I do look forward to seeing life coming back with a new academic year. For sure, yeah. And what the, the office is the same. I think it's potentially maybe 10% capacity maximum. So it's not, it's not the same. Going back to lockdown days, Claudia, what or who helped you to cope? So I think what I would say for this is the first thing that I noticed was my, I suppose, extracurricular. So I, in normal times, I used to go to dance uh, twice a week or three times a week. And my dance teacher was very fast to jump on the online train and she quickly set up uh, online dance classes on Zoom. And at the beginning, I was a bit hesitant. But after the first week, I thought, what a great idea. It just it felt it gave you a sense of community. It gave you a sense of normality because every Wednesday and every Friday at 530, you had somewhere to be or even if it is just uh, five steps away from your desk and getting you to sweat and to move, I, I really appreciated that. And I, I think I also took the lockdown period as an opportunity to, to learn new things or to pick up things that I put in the back of my mind for a bit. So 
I'd been telling myself that I wanted to relearn the piano for ever since I left it when I was a teenager. And I, I did it. I basically followed a bunch of YouTube tutorials and learned um, some, some songs on piano that I often listened to and always thought, I want to learn this. So, so I, I, I li I'd like to think that I used my time uh, to learn things or as, as good as possible and to made the best out of the situation. I'm curious what type of dancing you're into. So I used to dance ballet. When I came to university, I, well, I joined the, the ballroom and Latin society. Um, I did that for two years with, um, with a dance partner. And that was really interesting and really cool. I, you know, I still have the shoes and still miss it a little bit. Uh, but for the last year and a half, it's been a mixture of jazz and contemporary, a bit of ballet here and there, but just anything to keep me moving. And Claudia, what's next for you now? Well, now that I'm going back to the office uh, most days, I'm, I'm hoping that we gain momentum in the lab and that it all goes well. We're still having a, a few issues <laughs> with the tool that we use. Um, but I'm also hoping in September to book um, a holiday as one last um, hurrah, um, as I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go straight into autumn and, and not have had a proper break from, from work. That was Claudia from the Faculty of Engineering. She faced some significant and abrupt changes in her research project and her day-to-day -day life, but she also filled us with energy with her adaptability, positivity and her love for dancing. I'd like to thank Claudia for her time. This is Elizabeth Mamali from Bristol Doctoral College and you're listening to PGRcast, Research in Times of Adversity.